My name is Steven Beckman. I am a target of COINTELPRO and gangstalking. Gangstalking is a discipline in the over 70-year-old COINTELPRO program um, with new capabilities. And thanks to George W. Bush in 2001 for signing the Patriot Act, COINTELPRO has been kind of reborn in this new format, which essentially lots of people are calling COINTELPRO 2.0. Now, I live in San Diego, and it's important to know um, that going through this program is even worse uh, in places like San Diego and lots of places where there's a large concentration of government personnel. Um, in particular, the reason why San Diego is so unique to go through gang stalking and COINTELPRO is because San Diego is home to the largest concentration of military personnel and Pentagon contractors in the entire country. So you can understand where that would get out of hand while going through this. Now, the reason for me being a target of gang stalking and COINTELPRO was for two reasons. Uh, one in particular is, I, since I've been a native of San Diego, living here for nearly 40 years, I... Um, Grew up in the area, and my family was very close to the military and law enforcement community. And unfortunately, in the 80s, uh, my father was a police officer for just a few years. Unfortunately, he passed in the line of duty. And um, a lot of people in town were, were thinking that my father left me a bunch of money. So when I was in my 30s, it would mature and I would get paid. And lots of the people I grew up around since, you know, I was like 16, 17, 18, 19... Uh, in the same community, who also worked in law enforcement and military capacities, uh, unfortunately used their positions and their job to try to extort me when they thought that money was coming to maturity. And once that happened, um, something else I came across, uh, unfortunately, was like a potential leak um, in regards to uh, the, the Bush administration at the time. I didn't know it was legit. I just thought it was something on the internet. I kind of passed by it in 2007 and kind of kept going on my way. Um, that struggle with local uh, police department, etc., trying to extort me and making life very hard for me locally, spreading rumors, etc., because cops are very allergic to jail. Um, people who were kind of peeping me after seeing that used this whole conflict as a means to... Um, put even more pressure on me because the information pertaining had to deal with uh, um, uh, George W. Bush and a John F. Kennedy Jr. plane crash. Like I said, I did, had no idea it was legit. I just kind of saw it and kept going all my life because, you know, who believes everything? But the second I brought it up while I was getting extorted by these cops because I didn't know what was going on, I just suggested maybe it's about this thing I saw on the internet a while ago. And immediately after I said that, the very next day, my life turned upside down. That's when the gang stalking began. That's when, you know, I had bank accounts locked down. That's when I got blacklisted. Like almost, I want to say, the next day, life became a nightmare. And it has been a nightmare for about nearly 10 years now. Now, this is a series of podcasts um, done at different times. Um, so there's different, I'll be at different states 
you know, sometimes we'll be super stressed out or whatever, because, you know, when you're going through this, you're going from trauma to trauma to trauma situation. You don't have a lot of time to think about things. So I'm getting this. So a lot of these podcasts I'm getting out while I just experienced a trauma, what have you. But I felt like it was important to record it while it was still fresh in my head. We will be going back over these things and re-recording them. And, you know, keep in mind, you know, I'm cutting myself open here a lot and getting very personal, very intimate, because there's just so much um, psychological torture involved and you trying to make sense of things. All these are all foreign sorts of behaviors you go through, something that a normal person doesn't experience. Um, now, for those of you who are listening and, you know, um, are throwing negative comments our way, what have you, um, you know, making claims, you know, that I'm guilty of a bunch of crimes. And that's why this is happening. I, I encourage you to learn the law, learn things like the statute of limitations, why there are three main classes of particularly, three particular types of crimes which have zero statute of limitations. One being any kind of sexual exploitation of minors, um, murder, and terrorism. So I encourage you to learn the law. Uh, before, you know, you guys comment, you know, us on YouTube or what have you. And I encourage you to try at, to try to contest claims on the documentary that I put out of the leak, which I saw, which you can also see at justiceforjfkjr.com. Our documentary is called Resurrecting Camelot. Um, lots of people are pro-Bush supporters, etc., that are harassing us online, but I do. I encourage you to see the material as to why I am in this abuse and, um, you know, contest it. I, I, I encourage you to challenge the facts before you hurl insults. Um, the main reason for this podcast is I hope you learn from me, um, and I appreciate all the people who have contacted me through Facebook groups, through you know, Twitter and DMs and emails and our website, just like you have no idea. I, I, I read all those things. Um, I, I recommend you definitely try to catch me on Twitter more than anything, but I, I appreciate all that stuff. I appreciate the phone calls I've had um, of people in, in different towns going through this abuse and sharing their experiences. And while, um, you know, the handful of people, I want to say five to seven people that have reached out to me, literally called me and wanted to talk about this. Unfortunately, not a lot of them are, are, very, are kind of spooked, but, uh, you know, I would, anybody willing, willing to um, discuss certain things about the the COINTELPRO 2.0 program and gang stalking, please feel free to reach out to me. Now, I have three particular... What do you call it? Tips for anybody going through this. And number one is to document your abuse. Get yourself a body camera. Get yourself a pen and paper. And document abuse when it happens, the time it happens. You know what I'm saying? Then cut that. Then then once you document and timestamp it, you know, at the end of the day, you need to chop up your clips and upload them. Upload them to multiple platforms. So in case someone hacks you one place, you have copies somewhere else. I also recommend you get a lawyer. So number two, get a lawyer. And memorize their number. You want to look for a human rights lawyer. 
or a constant or you know one that specializes in constitutional law human rights and uh, memorize their phone number because there's a chance that somebody will make a huge false claim about you to try to get you locked up temporarily and even though you didn't do it and they might drop the charges obviously let you out on your own recognizance that time in jail those that that the, the, you know while you're waiting to be arraigned or bailed out or what have you a lot of nasty and gnarly shit could happen aside from you needing a lawyer to prosecute these bullies and the third tip i want to give everyone listening is to monitor your health and i want to say every three months or so go get a full blood panel you know what i'm saying pee in a cup shit in a jar um you know get x-rays of sore spots in your bones or what have you like do all that get in get get in no don't get an mri every three every three months but monitor your health document it take pictures of that also upload that to multiple you know accounts so you can keep track of things that are happening give those to give the give your health uh stuff copies to your lawyer so you know if there's any sort of um medical malpractice because it will happen um, I definitely recommend those are the three tips. So log your abuse, get a lawyer, and monitor your health. I'd also like to say anybody who is trying to charge you for advice or help or videos or an ebook or a podcast subscription or what have you is selling snake oil. This is a very unique form of abuse and it's anybody who's actually gone through it and can and has given you legitimate advice understands that you will be made poor your financial opportunities will be dried up you'll be blacklisted they'll try to make you run through all your savings so anybody who is asking you to pay for this pay for tips pay for their audiobook even 99 cents um you know i i don't recommend doing it because it's most likely going to be false adv- false advice, and uh, you're already short on money as it is. I'd also like you to think of people who are also targets of this abuse that you come across and you vet and think they're legit, and not like some of the cops or federal agents or even you know some of the criminals and locals who participate in gang stalking and once you vet them think of them as your brothers and sisters you know think of them as like your soldiers next next to you it's important because you're going through something tough and your network is going to be severely uh strained and again i appreciate you listening to this podcast and again my name is Stephen beckman i'm the cen or the chief executive nobody of the mesh news of mesh news um, COINTELPRO is a side project, and Mesh News is a platform I had to create when I was stonewalled by press everywhere I went. If you're hearing this bumper on the beginning of the podcast and you've heard it before, I encourage you to fast forward uh, 11 minutes through because this is information that I would like to tack on the front of all these podcast episodes because it's essential and I want to drill this stuff into you. These are very core concepts before moving forward is to drill these things in your head. These are the realities of what's going on, how to frame your situation, etc. So if you keep hearing this intro over and over through all these episodes, you know, fast forward through 11, 12 minutes, and and then it'll bring you straight to the material. I appreciate it, and let's uh, get down into it. 
If you want to be versed in all things COINTELPRO 2.0 and the COINTELPRO 2.0 project, or if maybe you think you might be subjected to this abuse because you're thinking about leaking or blowing the whistle on something or speaking up about something in City Hall or abuse, etc., I recommend you go to our website, which is COINTELPRO, and then the number two, and then zero spelled out, Z-E-R-O dot com. You can catch our video companion series, which is videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero, Z-E-R-O dot com, as well as this podcast series at podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero, Z-E-R-O spelled out. Com. And I do recommend that you visit these URLs through using the DuckDuckGo browser. And I recommend using a VPN as well, because who knows with how watch lists are, etc. I wouldn't want to put more heat on you than there already is for visiting my material, since a lot of it is how to circumvent government abuse and methodologies that they use. I definitely wouldn't want to make your life more difficult. So please, please discipline yourselves and don't use apps to view my material. Uh, use the DuckDuckGo browser, which wipes everything clean every time you close the browser. And you can go to these URLs and listen and watch and read all this material while being safe, making sure you're using a VPN as well. This is the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I am the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. You can check us out at Mesh News, M-E-S-H, news.org. I also run the um, side, side project, considering Mesh News is already a side project, of um, COINTELPRO 2.0. And the Contel Pro 2.0 is basically just um, a situation that um, I, I got into because I came across some information that literally I just had no idea was even legit. I went years of my life not even knowing it was legit. And then I just kind of mentioned it to someone. And quite literally, the next day, my life became a living hell. And has been for some time. Many years, actually, since then. And, um... Anyways, long story longer. Here we are. I have all these podcasts. I have, um... The COINTELPRO 2.0 website. We got the COINTELPRO video series. Uh, the COINTELPRO website is pretty much like a 250-page book of just notes and things I've discovered while going through this whole bullshit. Uh, you can find that at COINTELPRO, the number two, and zero, Z-E-R-O, dot com. And um, you can check out our video series at videos, it's videos with an S, dot COINTELPRO, two, zero, dot com. This podcast series is kind of a companion podcast. I'm not a professional podcaster or anything, actually. Um, this whole project was created out of the necessity to have a platform to report a lot of this wacky shit happening to me because of me being um, put in the program. And um, the podcast 
are basically, you know, time for me to just kind of get more in depth on thought and method and processes and nuance about certain topics that there might uh, we might have a video on or is written in the the online guide slash book or whatever you want to call it. Because there's so many things that I could I miss when I'm writing. There's so many things I miss when I'm making a video because I'm trying to make it short because people like short videos. They don't like long videos. But people who enjoy podcasts are willing to plug it in, put the headphones on, listen to someone communicate an idea. And I'm glad you are joining me for this journey. I'm going to repeat, I am not a professional podcaster, so I know a lot of podcasters have a format and what have you. I just pick a topic and I'm going to kind of give it a rundown. Um, If you're this far in our podcast series, you're probably pretty familiar with me given this whole spiel so you know you can probably fast forward just a little bit if you're tired of hearing the bull- this bullshit but as always i always gotta make these podcasts for people who might just be jumping in out of nowhere you should always make content as if somebody's going to stumble onto any one of your videos any one of your podcasts any one of your articles as if it's the first time meeting you so we got to get all the uh we got to get the spiel out Okay, so basically this podcast is going to be kind of third in companion to two other podcasts. One of them is The Washing Machine, um, and then the other one is the one I just put out. Let me check out the name. Let me go check out my Twitter and see it. Hey, I didn't even realize this podcast app lets me look at other apps and websites on my phone while I'm talking to you guys. How cool is that? Oh yeah, so it's a it's kind of a third in a series of topics. Um, the first one was um, the washing machine. I guess the second one would be uh, how to look out for fires starting in your life. So in the list, if you're looking at the app right now, and this would be the third one. And this of that particular train of understanding methodology thought what have you of dealing with something or at least framing the situation in your mind correctly so you can better have a plan of uh, attack and i guess i'm going to title this one is how uh facing uh fighting multiple fronts and facing multiple fronts because sometimes you can't always fight sometimes it's more of a holding pattern because you really get when you, you you really get fucked in this situation and You're left holding the bag, you know what I'm saying, kind of thing. You're left holding the bag, and, um, yeah. So I want to mention that while this program was first being initiated on me, um, like, uh, if you see my other podcast, you'll know that there was a girl involved, and she somehow got woven into the story being one of the people helping move the program along. Um... And which is weird because, you know, I had some friends I've known since I was a kid who also knew this girl and and her little circle of friends when I, before I first started dating her. And that person even warned me. She's like, Steve, these guys are talking about doing fucked up things to you. And I was like, oh, whatever. People fucking talk or maybe you misunderstood it. 
So I literally got a warning to stay far away from her that they were, they were planning some bullshit on me, like, before I even started dating her. Before I even started dating her. So it's just really interesting. Um, the people who get involved. Anyways. So when this program started, I didn't even know I was in the program. It takes a while for you to get a situational awareness. Um, and that's the best term for it is situational awareness. Like I am in a big, I'm in a, a an ordeal here kind of understanding. And I say that because I remember getting sick or feeling weak or have you. And like I said, this is when I first started dating this girl. We didn't have any problems. This is before we started, you know, running around, going to fucking hotels, trying to dodge this shit, what have you, like a good two years beforehand. And like, I would notice some things like this overwhelming feeling over my body, you know, of like a flushness, um, getting rapid heartbeats and feeling nauseous. Um, and like I said, this is when I was first, just when this girl kind of first went on this journey with me before anything really happened, happened. And, uh, things like, sorry, I only had two hours of sleep last night. Apologize for that yawn in your earball. Um, and I just started noticing like this weird things happening in my body. Just. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would go to lay down, and then, like, I would lose almost function of, like, my spine sometimes. I would lose function of my shoulder just out of nowhere. Um, I would, like, my ears would start ringing. And then all of a sudden, I couldn't hear so well after this ringing. My ears went on over and over and over. And I found out it was because, basically, like I said, when I, even when I first started dating this girl, I just started noticing these things. Um, and, uh, apparently these, uh, from what I'm understanding, whoever she is, either she's friends of cops or she was like some crooks or how to hire a third party or whatever dog. But basically they were, I want to say they, because there was a group of people kind of always hovering around us, which I didn't initially understand. I was part of her crew. But um, they were basically administ- they were administering things like that Havana syndrome stuff. Basically, it's millimeter waves. Five, if you want to call it five G, I, I try not to call it five G because all those fucking tinfoil hatters. have made now even mentioning the word five G make you sound like a fucking nut. But it's millimeter wave. And um, at different frequencies, I guess, on amperage or what have you, it does different stuff to your body. It damages your nerves. Um, I was getting subject to, like, neutrons, apparently. I don't even know how you generate neutrons. That's still something I'm trying to figure out. I know that you can, you know, you can accelerate particles in a myriad of ways. But so these things were getting shot at me since I even began hanging out with this chick. And she's... There, I mean, there was a couple of times where she seemed like she uh, kind of felt bad for me. but And then there would be some days where she would, like, be fucking glad it was happening to me. It was pretty strange. But basically, um, the reason why I'm mentioning that is because you're going to 
be fighting things on multiple fronts. And it starts with, you know, attacking multiple levels of the pyramid of Maslow's pyramid of Maslow's pyramid of needs. One of those is physical. And um, lots of the things you notice are right in front of your face of the program. But um, so while you're going through the program, you're slowly watching your health dwindle. You're getting the shit scared out of you by um, all this poltergeist level shit they can do to your media now. In real time, believe it or not, in real fucking time. Um, like taking over your radio and using a voice alt, you know, alter altering software or whatever it is. Um, algorithms to, you know what I'm saying, cut into your radio program. You know, like they'll go to commercial and they'll come back and then it won't be the people you listen to or it won't be the podcast you listen to. It'll be something, it'll be a person that sounds pretty much like the person. But it's a, it's a digital, it's a digital toy. It's just like buttons on your screen. They're not actual buttons. It's software. So you never know when things switch over. And so while you're going through that... Um, you know, getting the shit scared out of you, they'll do real-time deepfakes, which is a face puppeting um, tool where they can take a live broadcast and just start fucking, you know, talking with the faces and then take over your TV signal. That's really creepy. So you're getting freaked out by that and you're noticing all this fucked up things happening to your health. And then the people nearest to you, your your relationship are becoming strained. Um, you're not going to notice all the other multiple fronts this shit is attacking you. Um, and that is, you know, if you professionally, um, your, your, your character in town, believe it or not, lots of hidden cameras are used on you. Um, you know, usually when you're in, initially when you're in points of weakness, uh, because you're getting drugged, you're getting slipped things like fucking hormones or testosterone or what have you, and then they put you in all these situations where you, you know, where they stress you out or they freak you out or what have you, and those chemicals and, and drugs or whatever side effects are meant to enhanced initial reactions. So they try to, like, they'll literally try to initiate, like, some sort of emotional breakdown put hidden cameras in your, in your, you know, break into your house when you're, you know, out to dinner or what have you put hidden cameras in places. And then, you know, almost put on like a performance to do shit to you, to freak you out, to whatever. Think of it like a roofie, but they, and usually what they'll do is they'll build up the chemical level in your body. Because you'll probably notice if they put, you know, medication in your food because your food would taste hella weird. So they try to slowly up your dose until you have like a full load in your body and then they use it. So administer it. Anyways, long story longer. So you're going through that. You're going through all the poltergeist shit. You're going through them trashing your, your name without you even knowing. Um, you're going through them trashing your name professionally. So it's hard for you to get a fucking job. They try to get, they try to get you blacklisted. Um, you know, they try to, they try to slowly erode your family relationships.
there's just lots of really there's just lots of fronts they'll 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 spread rumors about you in town and get a bunch of like locals all fucking in a in a flurry because you know what i'm saying um they could they really sold the shit out of out of something that's completely false which happened to me multiple fucking just mul there's just so many rumors out there in regards to me and it's on purpose because it makes your life hard so you stay inside the house so let's say you are on this in this program because the government doesn't want you leaking something or blowing the whistle on something is they make it hell to be outside of your house so you stay in your house so it like protects their interests you understand it's like they're running out the clock on the um statute of limitation and it's 100 percent by design um so there'll come a time where people start to i wouldn't say back off but you they could start to back off the contractors or the um you know organized crime that's been hired third party because usually you know the feds will hire you know a contractor and then the contractor hires thugs you know like a local gang or what have you to do like the dirty work because it's like three layers removed but the job still gets done you know what i'm saying and that's literally how the federal government operates that's you know sometimes how they'll do hits on people what have you and it's three layers removed so you never get back to the fbi they're trying to fucking kill you or what have you so there'll be a time when the crooks start backing off on you or what have you or there's the other side of the coin where you'll start to acclimate to the stress and like even though you know you wake up you usually get woken up by someone blasting that millimeter wave shit at you um or you know waking up about to fucking puke your guts out because you know they blasted you with some sort of gamma gamma radiation source on the other side of your wall while you're sleeping some asshole climbed your fence in your backyard and he's, you know shoot that shit at you through the wall when you're sleeping and you're waking up you're about to you know puke or shit your pants or whatever because of the gamma radiation so there'll become a time when that shit gets normalized believe it or not and you could have a camera pointed at somebody going through this shit and they're just getting blasted with radiation but like you know when you go out in town they even have they have applications to expose you to that shit still and i don't know if you listened to my creeper episode or not but you'll get tales they'll be just be they'll be just like a creeper like i described in that that episode of the podcast the creeper episode but out in town and um and san diego is kind of unique because san diego um you know we have our location where we're at san diego is right next to the border so we're border town border county really san diego county and um so you know you have the cartel and the cartel has such a massive influence here um and then you have, you know, law enforcement, and then you have the military. And we have three major bases here in San Diego. We have the Camp Pendleton base. We have the Miramar Air Base, where they, you know, where jets take off from and what have you. And then we have the um, Embarcadero San Diego Milita um, San Diego Naval Base. And those three major bases are the industries, the lifeblood of this city. 
the military left tomorrow, San Diego will be dead in a year. Um, but anyways, so so you have that weird, so you have this weird combination of things going on, and this makes it literally the word I want to say, other than like Washington D.C., where there's a lot of governments, agents, and feds and whatever who have to be there, so they have and lots of you know military contractors and what have you because of the Pentagon or whatever. So that would be probably the other worst place in the world to go through this program. L.A. would probably be like, so if like San Diego and, and D.C. are like the worst place, you know, you know, going down the line, it would probably be L.A. and New York would probably be like the second worst places to undergo this program. And then, you know, go down from there and then going down from there. But San Diego is a unique place because we got the cartel fucking everywhere. We've got military fucking everywhere and then we have the local civic local civic governments and police and federal law enforcement who have to protect people and since the military is running shit and we have lots of industry here and we people have to keep secrets because that's part of the military is keeping secrets um this program gets administered to quite a few people and if you're in the know of the shit that goes on in San Diego, like people just be quiet because like, oh, they must have talked or they must have done something wrong or what have you. And people who try to have a career in military intelligence or at least, you know, having security jobs that require a security, uh, a secret security clearance and shit. Like when they, they'll try to help other people who get caught up in this because the government is paranoid. But, you know, at, at the at the least, all they can do is really give you hints like, hey, you know, I heard they loosened your brake cables the other day or what have you. They can't, like, jump in, but they can kind of, hey, you know, I heard through the grapevine, you know, this is, you know, they're they're fucking coating your clothes and they're, they're, somebody's breaking into your house when you're gone and they're coating your bed sheets and, you know, some sort of poison that when you sleep in your sheets at night, it absorbs into your fucking skin. So they can give you tips, but they, but people in the intelligence community, they don't, they don't, want to interact because they don't want to get that bad juju on them because then it looks like you're helping somebody who's on the government shit list and they're trying to have a career in intelligence. So they're not going to try to solve your problem, but, you know what I'm saying, because the government is paranoid, so they know that the government will, you know, go fucking overboard on dumb shit that, you know, you'll get tips and tricks. You'll get tips and tricks every once in a while, I guess. But anyways, San Diego is very unique because we have the cartel, we have the military, military kind of industrial complex industry here because there's so many industries and businesses that support the military or work with the military that are located in San Diego. And it's purely because San Diego is so strategically placed. I mean, the port is just, it's very strategic to have that port. It'll, you know, it'll never go away because we really do need that port. It's just the way the location is going to South America, going, you know, through the Pacific, what have you. Um, but you'll, there's this mixture of the, so, so of these three things, like the civic government, you know, city government, whatever you want to call it, or the actual state government, the military, and organized crime. And there's this power share that um, happens, like a, almost like a synergy, like, the military knows, hey, organized crime's going to happen no matter what. 
So, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like they have a favorite. Like, we'll let these guys kind of get away with it here. But we have some ground rules. Like, you guys can't do crazy shit out in the open. You got to keep everything on the down low, blah, blah, blah. Like, it just it really has to happen that way, considering how I've interacted with the three groups while going through the program. So it's almost like they have like a like a preferred you know cartel that they are allowed to come through here and kind of be the you know the the industry what have you because when they need them to act because the surrounding cities the surrounding uh, cities in the county that surround the base you have to understand are almost like a like fifth layer of protection to the military bases it's like a buffer so it's important for the military to control these two other groups the civic government the police and then organized crime and so you can really sense that there's hands at play that the military helps organize these things because their main interest is protecting the united states and so they have to keep a lid on shit they gotta like almost set up like a governance if you will and so I want to say in San Diego, it's almost like the cartel and the police and the military work together. It's really weird. It's like this weird power share, this this understanding that they're necessary in some sort of, eat, you know, food web. I don't know if you know what a food web is, but like, you know, so kind of like a like a a hierarchy. Like if you see like the animal kingdom for Africa, you know, like food web type that in you know have a better understanding and so there is molt so when people are going through this program especially in the city you have to deal with those three main groups and since those three main groups talk to each other when the military and, and or federal government's like hey we have a problem with this dude and since they already have these relationships developed very close-knit very close-knit you had no idea and it works. It, shit goes off without a hitch. So you, you know, what I'm saying. So if you if you piss off the head cheese, or the head cheese is you know is sus of you or whatever, those two groups will work together. Organized crime and uh, local law for, and law enforcement, federal law enforcement as well, works together on behalf of the military. And so when people need to are on the shit list around here. It goes off without a hitch. They will fucking and you know so they will just dissolve your fucking life piece by piece. And it's you ever see somebody do something and you and you say, You've done that probably ten thousand other times. You're so good at that. I know you had to put at least ten thousand hours into how practicing like you know, see some dude just rip out an amazing, you know, guitar riff or whatever. So when this shit happened to me, it the 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 synergy of it between police and uh, gangster, the the cartel gangsters here, which are fucking everywhere. I'm not even get into that. That's like a whole micro documentary. Um, shit just went out without a hitch. It was like they had each other's fucking phone numbers, bro. So, so you'll find out that as, since these three groups communicate like they're fucking roommates um shit can get bananas for you real crazy 
uh, real fast. And so there'll be a time when they start to either they start to pull back and or you'll just get fucking used to it. I don't even know if that's what's going on. Like, I'm just fucking used to it and I'm not losing my mind. And every day I wake up and I just go, fuck, I'm still alive. <laughs> or, or what? But there'll be a time when you're like, I have to pick up these fucking pieces because, I don't know, I kind of like breathing and I only got like one shot at this whole sentience thing. <laughs> so, like, you're gonna have to pick up pieces and, and, fight all these different fronts you're gonna have to fucking fight to get your fucking job back especially if you like went to school for it and you're trying to build a career in that you're gonna have to fight to be accepted by your community you know what i'm saying you know like because shit gets out of hand like they got me in some catch-22s that you know what i'm saying i fucking because they played like a long t long fucking game like 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 the shell game you know what i'm saying where they're moving the shell and the ball's under the shell and da, 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 which one is an under kind of thing. And my dumb ass is because I, I shouldn't even have played the game. I should have just like, I should have just shut down and just not given them any kind of feedback or stimulus. But I really thought like, because, you know, I thought I could beat this thing. I didn't, I wasn't thinking, I wasn't aware of this being like a system to, and then researching it. And I found out like about this is, Cointel Pro or the next reimagination of it and it uses all this cognitive science and you know what I'm saying uh, entrapment techniques and fucking you know just you have no fucking clue so I was stupid and I played the game and I got myself fucking caught up and when they try to get you caught up because they use that as um, material to try to fucking ruin your life further and since I don't know if you realize shame now is dealt with on a different level like before if you you know what i'm saying getting a fight at school like everyone at school saw that shit but now you get a you get in a fight you know say if you get in a fight you know you know senior year in high school if you get in a fight with someone else like you know your boss at your first job you know after high school whatever is going to fucking see it and what have you and then people fucking will turn into memes and then, then they'll they'll share links of things like if they saw you picking your fucking nose while taking a dump because you know someone put a camera on you and like these things are used in this manner as well believe it or not and they and they know how the algorithms um identify content and they have strategies to hide them from the identifiers and so they can just pass it around a group and you can go and type all the keywords you want. But since they know how the the content aware algorithms work, they know how to disguise the content. So you'll never find it no matter how many keywords you fucking type in to try to be like, how are people distributing this? So all these things are happening to you. Right. And eventually you're going to be like, I think I'm going to try to fuck, put the pieces back here. What you need to understand is lots of what's going on is people are under different narratives. So, I mean, how, what's the uh, what's a great illustration for that? Different. So, I think I used the other day of seeing a okay. So, you, from a distance, you see a man and a woman, and the man is flailing his arms around the woman, and you can see this from like a hundred yards away. And you're like, oh, and you probably make the assumption that dude is like hitting that girl. But if you get closer to them, 
all of a sudden you start annoying, no, noticing like a buzzing sound or what have you, and you get really close and then you realize, oh, they're being fucking attacked by bees. <laughs> that's crazy. So, like, also think, like, and that's because the context changes or the narrative of events changes based on the information you have about what it is that you're seeing. So what if I then told you, you know, there it, it was, um, they were, somebody poured alcohol on them and lit them on fire and you can't see the fire because alcohol burns pretty much. I think alcohol burns pretty damn near clear, like pure alcohol does. Um, I could be wrong on the fucking science, but I know there are chemicals that burn practically clear. Um, so you can be on fucking fire and not see it. So. The third, I guess, would be like, so you're seeing the same thing, but in reality, so they were, they weren't, it wasn't bees, but it was fucking fire. But you see, you're all, but let's say you have three, now you have three different ways of seeing the same people doing the same thing. So the same, I want to say that's the same way that they will go about destroying your reputation, distributing material, distributing material, um, telling people oh this guy is doing this now because of this so if you see him wearing you know this certain kind of jacket it's because we did this thing to him because you know he's the bad guy and then it'll go to group b and they'll say if you see this guy wearing a jacket it's because he's he's got a, he's holding a gun now I, we've been hearing that this guy's got a gun. And they'll go to group three and be like, if you see this guy's jacket, it's because he's smuggling drugs. So if you see him with the jacket on, no, that's the drug jacket. And so you're going to be monitored and you're going to be going through this kind of shit. And people are going to have different narratives for this, for your, uh, your behavior. And so you have these different fronts to address and only by a fucking miracle will you be kind of given context for why it is all these people fucking hate you and you don't even know them and by a fucking miracle either somebody says oh well i heard this which is one way you can find out about it or two someone can give you a tip you know what i'm saying they can't exactly help you but they give you like well I'm pretty sure this is what's being said said here. So you're going to have all these different fronts and you're going to have to go around and address these groups. And, you know, even in my case, it's pretty crazy. Even in my case, you want to hear some fucked up shit, man. So they, they blacklist you, right? They'll, they'll blacklist you in this program. So there was this time when I got this job with this construction company, right? Um, and um, it was it wasn't anything that I went to school for or whatever, but it was just it was just money. I just needed to bring in money. I was living with a family member who was also compromised and being fed a bunch of bogus bullshit about me. So our thing was dwindling, and I was like, I need to like see if I can get a job again now because they they blacklisted me from everything at one point. Like I couldn't even get a fucking dishwashing job. Like no bullshit. So, you know, you're not going to get any responses from your, your, your job leads, but eventually what they'll do is they'll let uh, you get a job. And um, little did I know this canvassing job I had 
So they would like, I got this job and it was a canvassing job. And what they would do was drop me off to go canvassing. And then f from what I, from now what I'm understanding is they would drop me off in the neighborhood to go canvassing for this, like, it was a, it was a legitimate company, but at the same time, this company is being used for multiple things. Um, they would drop me off and then go to another neighborhood, right? Go to another fucking neighborhood and then pass out materials in regards to me. So I was literally had a job with people who were, they would drop me off in one neighborhood. It was like a canvasser for a construction company. And they'd go to another fucking neighboring neighborhood and pass out materials in regards to me. Crazy, right? That's how fucking bananas this shit gets, dog. Like, it is so fucking corrupt, like, the methods that they use. So, basically, this these these guys that were getting paid to babysit me, right? But at the same time, they're like a Swiss Army tool knife. They were also helping ruin my reputation more in the community. They were also simultaneously using the opportunity of me trying to get a job and them also getting paid to babysit me to then... Um, since they're already out and I think I'm canvassing for a fucking construction company because I just need money when they, they would all go out and then canvas material in regards to me. And it was crazy because I would get into like the next neighborhood or the next neighborhood and these motherfuckers would hate me, bro. Like fucking people would spit on me when they opened the door. I didn't know what the fuck they were passing out about me. But how crazy is that? So these are the kind of fucking situations you need to understand. It is. Think of the worst divorce ever you've ever, like, ever heard of. Bro, it is that times a thousand. Like, just the dirty fucking backstabby weird tricks you, you will get. So they're going to they're gonna work people on different fronts. You know, the suburbanite people, they're going to say, I'm trying to fuck all your kids. You know, if uh, they go to a college area, I'm a date rapist. If they go to a church, you know what I'm saying? I'm sacrilegious and, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm fucking selling drugs or what? Like, just think of whatever, what, like, what demographic and think of what their fears are or, or con con congruent concerns are and they will attack those things but behind your back. I mean, I mean yeah, remember, like I was saying, like, they'll keep you fucking so scared you're going to just want to stay in your house because... It's just a little bit less stressful. And the stress doesn't come all at once when I say the stress. Think of it like the analogy of slow boiling a frog. You know what I'm saying? Like if you put a frog in hot water, it's going to jump out of the fucking pan. But if you put a frog in room temperature water and you turn up the, the pot slowly and slowly and slowly, um, eventually, you know what I'm saying, the, the frog's going to be cooked. It doesn't even realize it. Well, that's how they build up your, like, stressed out level, your anxiety or whatever. So you can even have an anxiety problem. I never really had an anxiety problem until this shit happened because it is by design. They they start you off at one and move you up to two and three and four. But soon you know you're all the way, cranked all the way up to fucking 11, and they fucking broke the knob off. You don't even realize it. It truly is an art form. So, yeah, man, things like the fucking where I was thought I was having getting a job, but since they filter your internet, right? So since they filter your internet and they limit your options, they know either a where you're going to end up going, and or or b they're going to filter your internet so you only end up at, you know, renting rooms or 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 pool houses from people in their network 
because they're filtering your internet. You're only going to end up at jobs of people in their in their network or people they've already set up an arrangement with. Um, you know, and you just need to be aware of when you're in this program and any kind of, oh, I finally found a place or, oh, I finally found a job. Bro, that shit is a set up already. Do you understand? Especially when you're in this fucking Contel Pro program. They will, they have your internet fucking filtered. They have your fucking, they, they know what jobs you're applying for. The, your phone has government level backdoors being opened and the keys handed over to fucking contractors who then um if they lose their fisa warrant privileges the the fed the contractors then give the keys to the criminals right so the door is already open so since the door is already open technically they're not re-hacking your stuff and then they just have so it's all legal on papers the contractor then gives over the digital monitoring duties over to organized crime believe it or not and it's this fucking loophole so they're always fucking watching you. So they're always going to have your shit filtered. And anyways, so, you know what I'm saying? Just like I had this job and they when they let me have a job, it was only because they were ready for me to have a job. Or, you know, they knew I needed a little money and they needed me to have a little money to stay in the fucking program. You know what I'm saying? They can't have me fucking end up going into the military because then the contractor, the government contractor, loses the contract if I... They, they eliminate all my options, so I just have to go into the fucking military because I can't get a fucking job anymore, you know, and then I'm going to be under, and then when you join the military, you have to sign this thing saying you're not going to say anything about the government, things that happened or what have you, like, so it's literally like a gag order, so these contractors, they didn't want me to do that, so they would like, right before I got to the point where I just had nothing, that something comes and you think it's a blessing, you think you're getting a job, but you're fucking not, you're getting people in that network you're you're living at a house uh with people in that network and um so just keep that in mind i know i went off on a tangent but that's what we have a podcast for right so fucking they're going to go on different fronts your professional life they're going to tell people shit like for me, they they told people, oh, well, Steve had they they set up this this um this project to fail on purpose miserably, and then they acted as if I costed everyone all this fucking money, and it was this disaster. And, and in reality, the, these people set up this project on purpose to fail because Maslow's pyramid. You know, what I'm saying they got to start at the top, work their way to the bottom. And towards the top is, you know, like self-actualization or you having your career, so to speak. And they need to knock down those pillars. So that's what the, that's the reason for, for that. And, um, so, you know, professionally you're going to have, you have, you know, the situation you're in, you're in a situation where the government's fucking shitting down your neck or you were a whistleblower or you may have seen something that you didn't know was legit. And then you talked about it to somebody and, the very next day, your fucking life was, was you know, a fucking uh, a living hell. And they just find everything about your past and they try to blow it out of fucking proportion. Like me. And, you know, as distractions or to just fucking burn me down. Because here's the thing about fucking somebody up in detail, which is what the Contel Pro program was created for, is they do... The Contel Pro program was created to fuck somebody in detail because if they fuck you up in detail 
if they can kill you, nobody will care. You're not going to be a fucking martyr. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to be... You're not going to be a John Lennon. You're not going to be a Martin Luther King. They learned their lesson. You know what I'm saying? Back then. Which is why the the reiteration of the COINTEL program now. Not to say that all those people's lives weren't absolutely precious. And we... You know what I'm saying? we It was an incredible loss. And, you know, back then the government didn't know. When people started doing things or saying things or that didn't follow the government narrative... Or if they, somebody had some radical idea like, hey, maybe black people are just like us, you know, like, and they freak. And instead they, you know, they, they, they shot that poor man or, you know, John Lennon, you know, had this massive voice and he was going against the government narrative. Um, yeah, kind of thing. So the program, the version 2.0 of the program now is to defeat you in fucking detail. And it it's designed that way so you'll first start those start chipping away at your health at the beginning and slowly but surely they'll chip and chip and chip and chip and then you know as you go down maslow's pyramid you're still getting your health chipped away chip 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 and then like you know your family life starts to disintegrate and then you you know or you lose your job and then like people in your community fuck you blah blah and sooner or later like every motherfucker is tired of you and they don't even realize they were being pulled around by a fucking collar because this program is, I mean, you have no idea. It's based in fucking cognitive science. Science meaning like ultimate truth. Like this A plus B equals C. Always, always. It doesn't sometimes equal, you know, R if all the same ingredients were added. Like A plus B equals C kind of thing. So it's by design. It is, it is a fucking recipe, dog. But the main reason for this program is to defeat you in detail because when you are defeated in detail, if they could, you know, kill you and then swap your name out on a fucking, on the, uh, you know, and in the hospital, if you, if you're dead and they can swap your name out for somebody else's on the fucking death certificate and some asshole can take your identity just so... Just so they can, you know, I'm saying you can, somebody can perpetuate, um, you know, your identity. Most likely, I imagine that's probably what it happens because you get so isolated at a, at a certain point that somebody can just keep your identity kind of going. So people might see a blip here and there on the internet or online or what have you. And, uh, um, nobody will think that you're dead or what have you, you know. And that's how they can keep it going until literally no one's asking about you. And then they just, I guess, throw your name in the trash. But you're dead already. You've been dead already for 10 years, I imagine. Well, that's how it's done. That's why they defeat you in fucking detail. So uh, you have these multiple fronts. I know it sounds like I went on a fucking goose chase. But you have to understand, i got to build these foundations of thought so you understand things when I tell you. Because this program is drawn out. You can't just jump into it and I can't just tell you some information. You go, oh, great. Thanks, man. Goodbye. It's like a, it's like a fucking HBO miniseries, dog. It's like Game of Thrones. Like you can't just jump in at, season, you know, episode five and season three and know everything that's going on in the fucking show. No, you got to watch the whole show or you need to build up, you know, a consensus of who each person is and what their weaknesses are and blah, blah, blah. So understand that's what this podcast is totally meant for. So, um, so you're fighting all these multiple fronts. 
And what you need to understand is that everyone might be looking at you the way I was describing the people flailing their arm at a distance. You know, it could be that this guy is beating up this girl from a distance, but then you get closer and you hear buzzing and you're like, oh shit, it must be bees. And then you get closer and you realize, oh, it's a chemical fire and they're on fucking fire. Um, you're going to need to approach people and it's going to be a delicate process of you trying to use your emotional intelligence because people don't like to tell you if they have bad gossip about you because they, they're, most people are cowards. They love to hear it. They love to, to, to hear the, the, the gossip, true, untrue, doesn't matter. But no one likes to like confront anyone, especially now in the digital age, all the confrontations happen, you know, over email or a fucking uh, Facebook post or what have you. People now, man, like you, I mean, you go around and be like, hey, man, are people coming by and saying like, oh, no, no, I don't know. I don't know. But because once they get involved, like, you know, they, they much rather just, you know, like judge you from a distance and then just think that they're better than you because people love to think they're better than people. That's why reality TV even fucking exists. But your main battle is going to be understanding what you probably won't understand while you say, you know what, I think I'm going to try to pick up some pieces. Things are getting a little easier or maybe whatever, you know. Um, what do you call it? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You won't understand that the same... People all have the same idea. They might have all, they might have all, you know, seen you in town wearing the so, you know, the the jacket that everyone's supposed to worry about. This group's supposed to worry about you're holding a gun. This group's supposed to worry about that you're selling drugs now. This group's supposed to worry about, you know, you're covering up like your heroin scars, which is why you're always wearing this jacket. And and they don't know you're wearing this jacket now because. People are shooting that millimeter wave stuff at you, at your arms and your legs, and you're trying to keep your skin covered because it hurts a little less, I guess, or whatever. They don't know you're using, you're doing it for utility because your life is fucking hell. But now three different groups have three different stories for the thing, same thing all three of them are looking at. And that's the same thing as fighting these things on multiple fronts. You have to understand there'll be a general consensus and you'll you'll think that you're like, oh, this is another person from this group, from this rumor. And you have no and you, you really have to you're really gonna have to be your own Sherlock Holmes and really understand, you know what I'm saying, pick up a sales book or what have you. Um, one sales book I recommend is called it's an old one. It's called the How to Master the Art of Selling by Tom Hopkins. It's a national bestseller, but he teaches you things on how to like create a climate for idea exchange, um, how to finesse people to um, understand you, you know, how to you know, end the conversation, etc. And it's granted it's a sales book. There's a lot of people skills in it, and it's basically you're gonna be going around and you're gonna be fighting these multiple fronts. You're gonna have to go to these different groups and figure out what it is that they're all weirded out or paranoid or what have you, since you know these contractors have literally been fucking destroying your goddamn life for so many fucking years behind your back while keeping you scared as fuck. So you stay in your house or you try to stay secluded. 
<sighs> so that's important. And now you're also going to have to understand distribution of of solutions. So keep in mind if someone is destroying your name in the community and they, you know, there's a group of people who think, you know, you're a fucking kid fucker. You're going to have to find the fucking group, you know, saying, you know, uh, where, you know, for maximum exposure, think of it like a shotgun blast instead of having to do a sniper bullet and meet every goddamn person in your fucking town. And that's going to be your saving grace to get shit done faster. Um, you know what I'm saying? If they fucking, if they smeared you in a particular industry, you're going to have to find what's the most strategic way I can get this message out to so many different people in my industry. Now that I'm aware of the narrative they're all operating on, what do they see the jacket as? What do they see the person flailing the arm as? Even though it's the same story, they all see it differently and they all have different stories and that's by design. So you have to pay attention that, you know, distribution is going to be absolutely key to wrapping this shit up or writing lots of misinformed people's, at least the information. I don't know if you can convince them because there's this thing called confirmation bias and it's a built in, it's, it's really ego based, you know what I'm saying? There's this idea that it's like, it's kind of like, you know, the whole expression, like first impressions you know, you, you, it's, you know, it's always good, best to make a good first impression because that's the impression. So these people, they're destroying your first impression. And that's because it's inherently wired in the brain confirmation bias that my first understanding of a situation must be right. And it's all rooted in ego, believe it or not. And, 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 and self-preservation, you know, so people don't go home and fucking slit their wrists or, or, or drink themselves into a hole is, you know, they want to all think that they could read people, that they're not easily fooled. And it's, I mean, you know, these, you're, you're, you know, they don't know that they're up against fucking professional fucking dirtbags, professional, you know, government trained con artists who will fucking lie to you. You know what I'm saying? Have multiple identities, have IDs in their wallet from five, six other fucking per, per person's names. They they run different uh, you know identities in different areas of the country constantly. Believe it or not, these people so they don't know that they're up against professional liars. So whatever lie they get sold initially, confirmation bias, which is you know cog is is cognitive psychological science based in science. It's a, or it's a scientific concept, I guess, or a psychological con a scientific concept. Um, that they didn't, they didn't get it wrong. They know what they know. You can't tell them any differently, but so you can't, there's, I'm not necessarily saying you can convince them because a lot of that has to do with, you know, your looks and competency. Um, just a little note here, competency, believe it or not, most elections are won over competency. How competent do they look? Believe it or not, just by the picture. Just by the fucking picture, believe it or not, just by the picture, if you if you poll people on based on these two pictures, who would you vote for X? Almost 78 percent, believe it or not, these are real numbers, 78 percent. Uh, the election results would be 78 percent correct to the actual uh, to an actual election that took place. They did the, they did these experiments. Um 
of who actually got voted in for that position. And it all had to do on what the person's face looks like to the people. Do they look competent? So you're also going to have to not look like a bag of shit when you're going around trying to distribute this information. But I can tell you that finding network distribution networks instead of going one by one by one, because it's going to take you fucking forever. Um, it's just, it's just not good. So think about your distribution for if you are going to attack these multiple fronts, understand people might have different information about the same thing. You're going to have to do a little bit of detective work and talking with people and kind of, you're going to have to fucking like cut yourself open like a fucking wound. It's the worst feeling ever where you have to sit here and describe to people like, uh, it was a fucking picture from when I was 15 years old. I, I didn't realize it was still on all my shit kind of thing. You have to sit there and then you have to like explain to people, well, you see, I was... You know, I wasn't supervised and blah, blah, blah. Like, you have to, you have to fuck you. Unfortunately, you have to fucking cut yourself open because people already, because of cognitive bias, because of confirmation bias, you're going to have to now get real with people with whatever method material you're going to be using for your shotgun blast of distribution to these different fronts or fighting these battles on multiple fronts. Unfortunately, that is the most efficient way of picking up the fucking pieces now in my particular case um whoever's running my program because there is quite a bit of communication um between uh the person believe it or not because this you know the, your contractors spend years watching you what have you and since it'll get to a point where they know no one's going to believe what you say, or not so much that, but you have a lot of work to do before people understand that the federal government destroyed your life and it's a fucking recipe and <clears throat> it's all based off cognitive and social science, like science, not bullshit science. You know, I'm not talking about, you know, energy crystals. I'm talking about actual cognitive behavioral science that's been perfected for literally 70 years. So I think over seven years after they discovered something, they pretty much worked the kinks out of it. <clears throat> so since everybody doesn't know that, you have to cut yourself open, man. And you're going to have to get real with people. And whatever way it is, whether you make a video and distribute it, you know, you know, amongst your, you know, industry peers. And as long as now they have your side of the fucking story and then you can start to rebuild and the same thing with people in your fucking community the same thing with you know ethnic groups believe it or not because san diego right here is we have a hispanic community huge fucking hispanic community i'm pretty sure at this point they outnumber um caucasians and, and um they're very family oriented so if they hear a bunch of fucking boogeyman tales about you you know, they're all about their fucking family. They're gonna, they're gonna fucking, like, there's a lot of, I have a, like, I want to tell you, bro, I have a fucking entourage of Hispanic, non-native English-speaking Hispanics follow me around fucking town and shit because they think I'm straight up trying to, like, you know, date their seven-year-old. Because of the, the same group, like I was telling you, these people that I suppose I got a job with were fucking canvassing while I was canvassing a fake company I didn't even know. Or not a fake company, but company they didn't care about 
believe it or not, because they're government. They also had government contracts. While they're also running a legitimate company for a cover. Side note: most um, government contractors, if they're not like a straight up NSA contractor and they're in a building and people go into that building, will will operate as a legitimate business. They'll run the legitimate business, and that's their cover to operate and to have excuses to go and do things, believe it or not. Almost all of them. So there's a lot of companies in San Diego, all over San Diego, which are just covers for private security contractors. But they're also legitimate businesses that you would use every day, and you wouldn't even know that you're actually interacting with like a private spy company or what have you, believe it or not. It's all over San Diego, all over. All over donut shop, fucking construction company, what have you. Uh, sales, you know, fucking whatever. All over San Diego. I would say just a huge number of companies that are actually cover companies for government contractors. But the legitimate businesses, you know, vape shop, whatever. Uh, so anyways, that's how you're going to attack multiple fronts. And now you understand the washing machine, how you'll be spinning. You don't know why everyone's... You know what I'm saying? You're, you're looking at all these reasons, and then, you know, you're going to, you know, deal with people setting multiple fires in your life. Well, this is now the beginning of a solution. I don't know, since I'm not fucking completely out of this shit, to rebuilding your life, or at least trying to make it better. I don't know about rebuilding, because sometimes they kind of come hard, and they come soft, and they come hard again. But that's some a ray of hope. Hopefully you can have some thoughts to have some time to chew on that and think about that. And um, hopefully you'll come back to the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast. Website at COINTELPRO number two. ZERO.com. Videos.COINTELPRO20.COM. And hopefully you come back.